welcome back to Cinema Club with Jared. And I'm Erica. We are recording episode two of Cinema Club. Today's date is June 7th, 2020. It's a Sunday. It's beautiful out. Uh, it's so nice out. I don't know about nice in San Francisco, but it's like so warm and there is not a cloud in sight. And it is a beautiful day to start a revolution. It's a great day to start something. I went on a little bit of a walk this morning and I walked to the bridge and it was really windy out. It was great. Uh, I was remembering, I went to the bridge walk just yesterday mm-hmm. and you know, I was kind of seeing uh, the bridge again after that. There's a noise the bridge makes. Did you know about this? The bridge makes a noise. Are you talking about the the Golden Gate Bridge? Is that what you Yeah, the Golden oh. Gate Bridge has like, it's like the world's largest flute musical instrument now. Uh, whenever wind passes through it, it makes noise. It's a real I, thing. I, maybe I'm just a bad Bay Area person, but I've actually only been on the bridge twice. Um, three times, if you just count being in the vicinity of it, I've been to Gracie Field, but I've only driven over it and then walked halfway across once. So You've never walked all the way across to the other... No, is that, that makes, I know, okay, I, I can, I can see and hear and feel the judgment right now. I, no, there's no judgment. I mean, I, I, I carry no judgment with that statement. I think it's, I think that's fine. Mm, okay. You know. Thank you. <laughs> but no, I did not know that. Did it sound great? Does it sound beautiful? It's a little disturbing. It's like a low hum. Oh, it's like um, eerie? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not it's it's a lot you know it's different um so all right well maybe now now it's piqued my interest so maybe now i have to go in person and go check it out myself you should go you should go check out the bridge you should go check it out i promise one of these days i will (laughs) go give the bridge a listen please um yeah i also saw um i just speaking of the bridge i saw that really huge and beautiful uh, protest of people marching together across the bridge, which looked incredible. It was just traffic stopped on both ends and people mm-hmm. just walking together. Um, it was really nice to watch. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool being there. Um, it's good energy. It was it was nice going out, you know, it was my second time. I went to uh, protest in the mission just last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That one was, that one was huge. There were so many people out and it was really beautiful to see that. Uh, actually a good friend, I don't know if you know him, Mike Houston, he talked a little bit at the protest and it was really awesome getting to hear him talk and it was great, but. Nice. Oh, wait, did you mean that the second time you went across the bridge just recently that you met that you were also in the protest? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I did I not was... pick that up. I thought yeah. you were just like, I took a walk across the bridge. No, 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 no. Oh. I, yeah, I walked <laughs> to the bridge to go be a part of the, the bridge. Program. Oh, yeah. I got it. Oh, that's awesome. I thought you just meant I just took a walk on the bridge. Um, oh, no. I'm sorry. I get it. I get it now. I get it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, then, you know, you looked so great. I saw a photo of you and everybody. Oh, my and God. So amazing yeah. and peaceful. Um, yeah, I think 
I joined a protest for the first time yesterday. Um, I mean, con considering the situation currently that we're living in. Um, I joined a protest yesterday and it was amazing. We walked, uh, we started at the Frank Ogawa Center in, in downtown Oakland and we did this full loop and ended up at the lake. Um, it was super awesome. People were having a good time. People were standing in unison, chanting in unison, and you can really feel the good energy kind of. But it was great. And also, I wait i don't know if this is the right word but someone was driving an atv oh yeah and oh, it had like really? a super yes and it had a super powerful uh sound system and it was just driving along with us and people were just vibing people were singing mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. were making noise people were being heard it was great yeah, that's what they're called, right? It's like a dune buggy, but like yeah. not an ATV. Yeah. Okay, cool. Quad, four wheel, yeah. Yeah. I think there's like maybe more specific differences between the things, but yeah, that's. But you know, that's just, that's for you listeners to know and for me to just kind of look over and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing so many beautiful uh, moments and movement videos and pictures from the protest you know i saw a lot of the ones in oakland they're like just dancing in the intersections and it's really beautiful and moving they're very um there are a lot uh if anybody is out there that is going out to the street and protesting or you know supporting in any other ways to also kind of take some time to kind of self-heal and just kind of take some time to breathe i know for me Personally, you know, I went out to a protest last Wednesday and it was great. It was amazing to be out there, but also I needed some time a couple of days after just to kind of reflect and sort of kind of take, take my mind elsewhere. Cause it's, you know, it's obviously really stressful and anxious and kind of scary time right now. And, you know, there is, there's a lot to be hopeful for and look forward to in terms of some real change and movement, but you know, Make sure, especially, you know, our other black and brown folk, you're taking care of yourself too. Taking care of your bodies, taking care of your minds. Exactly. And that's also a way of supporting this movement is, you know, it doesn't always mean marching in the street or necessarily, you know, fundraising with your money or, or donating, you know. It also looks like taking care of yourself and practicing self-preservation or educating yourself or... Sometimes it just means having difficult conversations with your friends and loved ones, and mm -hmm. that's okay. One way we would love to, uh, here on Cinema Club, be a part of that is to talk about Black film, you know, Black made films and Black acted films. Um, and that's what we're going to do today. Yay! With two really amazing films. Uh, first one being Clemency. And the other one being premature. So we're, uh, we're excited to talk about those. Man, let's talk about Clemency. Clemency is a great film, came out last year, is now available to stream uh, or rent off of you know your different platforms. You got Google, Amazon, whatever you want to rent or stream it on. Uh, it's directed by Chinoe Chuku, and it's about a warden, Bernadine Williams, who's played by Afri Woodard, who is overseeing this prison with a death row. Uh, and specifically, we're following the journey of Anthony Woods, played by Aldous Hodge. And sort of, we see their parallel journeys through this 
process, you know, through this kind of way to get to the execution. Uh, Anthony is fighting for clemency, trying to hold on to hope while everybody around him is kind of seemingly giving up. Bernie's marriage starts to fall apart as, you know, she tries to grapple with the morality and ethics of her job. Yeah, I first saw this actually last summer, or last fall rather, in up in Oregon at a film festival. And it was, this, this is definitely a hard film. You know, there's a lot of heavy topics and, you know, heavy performances, amazing performances that are kind of layered into this movie, especially by Alfred Woodard and Aldous Hodge, both of them victims really of the system, um, both as, you know, the executioner and the death row inmate. And we kind of see, you know, this grappling of being a part of a failed system, really. And it's a challenging film to see, but very important to look at these situations and look at broken system that we are stuck in. And I, I really loved it for the performances and all of that, but what'd you think? I agree. I think this film was a bit challenging for me to watch. I agree. Al- Alfred Woodard does a, an amazing job um, as Bernadine, Bernie, sorry, I was trying to say Bernie and Bernadine at the same time. Um, and it's a film that really kind of makes you think about both sides of the situation about how cruel and sad death row can be awaiting something that is just like a, a train wreck to happen and it's really difficult to watch them kind of having to execute this on on the other side of of the kind of like prison system it takes a really strong person to kind of uh, carry this job out and you you see that in in Alfred Woodard's performance yeah yeah definitely it you know is something that for me upon first watching it I almost felt I was overwhelmed by it because there's so much kind of built into this you know there's so many emotions and feelings and sort of pain that really is not only boiled underneath but also that starts to seep out especially you know by the last five minutes uh that it 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 is almost overwhelming and that's kind of like what it's talking about as well you know that it is this just overwhelming pain and challenge that that feels insurmountable or impossible to overcome something for me is this film's kind of grappling with fighting and hope and it it almost feels like there is no hope here. I don't know if that's the, that's, I don't feel that's the message that the film is coming across of like, there is no hope, but. I think it, it, it's difficult to kind of pull the, the right message away from this film, but being that it's, it's really this drawn out in the best way, this really long cliffhanger. And, you know, over and over in the film, they keep mentioning that clemency could be granted at the very last seconds before this execution is performed. And it kind of just leaves you hanging throughout the entire film. It keeps you on, you know, on the edge of your seat. Yeah. And and I wouldn't say it would the film doesn't leave you without any hope. The film, in a way, it you know, leaves you, it does leave you with hope. It, it you see Bernadine's character, you know, as as long as as throughout the entire film, she's kind of holding strong and being the rock that everyone needs to that everyone needs around her. And whether that is 
these prisoners or her colleagues that work in this, you know, in the prisons with her, um, you kind of see this, this moment of hope when she shares this, this empathy at the very end, you know, she can barely, yeah. barely look and she free, you know, she pretty much freezes in shock and just, you can see her internalizing everything that's happening around her. And I think that's what gives me hope at the end of this film mm-hmm. um, is that these cold and cruel punishments are being carried with, with pride and with respect. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that might not be the case all the time, but this film kind of gives me hope that, that there are people out in the world that are able to give people respect even in their last moments of life yeah yeah and speaking of really great and moving complex characters uh we also watched premature this week which is a film by rashad ernesta green um i believe it was made and released last year but it was released on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you're able to stream it, I believe on the 26th of May. So, you know, by, by the time you're listening, I mean, by the time we're even recording this, you're able to watch it, but, um, it is great. Uh, and I love this film. This film follows a main character, Ayana or Yanni played by Zora Howard, as she is navigating her life as a young adult, a young black adult in the Bronx. Is that right? believe somewhere in New York. I'm not sure which borough they're in. I'm in New York. Um, <laughs> and uh, and it, I think it's, this is pretty much meant to capture modern day. So I assume that it's, you know, taking place some time in 2018, 2019. Um, but you basically follow her through the ups and downs of just living her life. She's, you know, she's young. And she has plans to go to college. She has hopes and dreams. Um, and she does young shit. She goes to parties, she hangs out with her friends, and one one big thing is that she falls in and out of love uh, with Isaiah, um, I mean, a character played by Joshua Boone, who is a music producer, um, fresh in, into the city, and you kind of follow this film by watching their relationship kind of go through the ups and downs um, as love does um this film really gives you a look into the relationship between yanni and isaiah um as they kind of navigate their way through the many stages of a relationship they go through their honeymoon phase they you know explore each other physically and emotionally um and their love grows as they share these deep dark they're not necessarily secrets but these sides of them that they don't really show yanni for example shows i mean she doesn't willingly but um she opens up to isaiah about her her poetry that she's been writing and kind of documenting in her journal and isaiah shows the side of him where he's been working on this piece of music for years and you know probably hasn't told anyone about it and they you know my point is they share these really intimate things about each other and then you also get to see how they interact when they're around other people um, for example, Isaiah's kind of, uh, flirtatious, um, type, you know, he's around really 
as a music producer, he's around a lot of great talent and he's also around a lot of great beauty where you get to see um, Ayana kind of respond negatively in a way. She is outraged and becomes jealous, um, leading to their leading to their end here um, as they kind of reach this uh, climax of their relationship where they both kind of have this really heated argument, which is, I don't know, I, I don't know if I'm like overstating that. I, I don't know, I, what would you call that? I wouldn't call it a very heated argument. It's very real, but it's also very passive. I don't know, what did you think about that? It, you know, I mean, I think for, at least for Isaiah, you know, it's this, I mean, he, he does the classic, like, I think we need to chill sort of uh, <laughs> motto, quote, whatever you call it. What does that that's, even mean? <laughs> that's so like, I know, I'm like, I, what, Isaiah, like, what do you mean we need to chill? Like, first of all, part, part, I mean, part, really part of Isaiah's issue is, you know, his, yes, they do open up to each other and they do learn to be more honest with one another, but you know, as with a lot of men, Isaiah, you know, struggles to, I think, lean into this comfort, you know, their relationship really gets to a point where it's a little uncomfortable, and it has eclipsed that honeymoon phase, where it's like, we're real people, and we have real wants, and needs, and flaws, and layers to ourselves. and I think part of Isaiah's issue is trying to lean into that discomfort, you know, I mean, as you know, like relationships are hard things. They're, you know, they're, they're easy at the start and then they develop and turn into something different. And oftentimes if we're lucky, they turn into something really beautiful, but that requires a little bit more work. You know, that requires being uncomfortable and being scared. And I think for Isaiah, that's very much what he was afraid of. You know, I think in that sort of, we needed chill was like, this is getting too real. This is getting too, uh, in, in the territory that I've never been, he's never been in. I've, at least I've been on both sides of that, you know, where you want, you want so much more, but also you're afraid of so much more and it's hard, you know, you're in it and it's, it is a scary thing, but also maybe they do stay together. I mean, you can talk about. Oh, yeah. Ending, I, I love. It is a great ending. I, I think, I don't think I, we talked about this at all, even, you know, after I watched the film. I know you, you've already seen it probably multiple times at this point, but I don't remember texting you about this. Um, I'm just going to say now, this is a spoiler alert. I mean, this whole thing has been a spoiler <laughs> alert. But um, yeah, at the very end of the film, you see Ayana trying to kind of tie up loose ends where she's left her relationship with Isaiah. They... Mm -hmm. You know, right before this, they go through a very heartbreaking kind of interaction where Ayana is confronted by Isaiah about uh, terminating her pregnancy of their their child together, um, mm -hmm. where he doesn't have a very good reaction to that, um, and it kind of leaves them at ends, and they kind of just disengage from each other. Uh, and then at the very end of the film, we kind of see Ayana trying to reconcile and kind of leave on good terms. She tries to reach out, but, you know, is met with the being left on red. But at the very end, uh, she decides to go, <laughs> I have to give people, you know, 
the, the whole rundown in case you haven't seen it in case you have seen it you need a refresher um but at the very end she decides to pull through with her original plan of going to school mm-hmm. you see her getting on a train platform where enter isaiah what happens what do you think happens which i mean i also just want to say it it kind of feels i mean i mean it's fitting and it's fine, but it, it almost feels a little too good to be true. I mean, I, I think about that all the time of like, oh, you meet on, you know, the plat- the train platform, you know, and you're like, you see each other for the first time. Um, in this case, though, it, I don't know. I, I mean, I have feelings that lean towards not getting back together. Like you, I... you burn that bridge and it's, <laughs> it's done. You know, you, you've shown who you are and you've shown that you have a lot of work to do and you got some growth and Mm -hmm. you got to do that as far away from you as possible. (laughs) Okay. I don't see it as that. I see it as, I see it as, you know, I wouldn't call it necessarily bridges have been burned, but I would say that Isaiah comes to this point where he realizes he's probably grown as a person and is able to. You think so? Yeah, well, I don't think, I don't necessarily think they get back together, but I think he's in a place where he feels that he can, you know, he can talk to Yanni. This might be his last chance to do so. And I think that, you know, maybe that's the sense of urgency that he feels and that forces him to get onto the platform. Um, I don't necessarily think that they end up together, but I think they have a... Be friends after this? Like, I don't don't even know. them, like... Just going to get a slice and like right. walk around Harlot. Like I I like to think that maybe they just they just sit in silence. Like maybe he goes and sits next to her. If you haven't picked this up, it pretty much it pretty much ends with him just walking up to her. Um yeah. but I like to think that maybe he sits down right next to her and they just like sit in silence and maybe her train pulls up. Look at me like writing this. Sorry, I'm like <laughs> rewriting, <laughs> rewriting this end. And and maybe the train pulls up and she, and you know, maybe they exchange a few words and he's like, here's my number, you know, hit me up whenever you need to talk. And they just hug and embrace and she gets on the train and that's it. That's what I like to imagine happens. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we'll never know. There'll never be a, I mean, there could be a premature too, but I don't think so. Um, a mature? <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that's staying in, by the way, also. Um, okay, got it. Yeah, that was a good one, wasn't should it? Should we also just say tangent, but not, but the music? Oh, The my music God. in this, because aside from great characters and story and writing, like, the music in this movie, incredible. It's so beautiful. If there is... If we haven't convinced you to watch this movie yet, um, this listen to the it. score. The Just score, yeah, it. will change your mind. Otherwise, I was I watched this film and I described it to Rob as something that has like really beautiful piano melodies. Mm-hmm. Almost reminds me of when um, in Call Me by Your Name, where Elio is mm. just kind of like. I know this is not the right word, but like diddling around on the keys, you know. But um, I, don't I think the, I think the right word to describe the right is diddling. It's the right word. For that, no, that movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, it, it reminds me of that, but also there's just like mm-hmm. really beautiful jazz. It's just like it's 
impromptu it's tumultuous it's out of nowhere and it's a lot like the relationship where it just kind of like you you roll with the punches and you know i think that's what jazz is right yeah i i feel i described this movie to some friends by like saying it's like uh it's like if bill street could talk but like on a like kind of messier and like grungier and like more raw sort of mm-hmm. um, mood and not even not in any like bad meaning but like you know if feel I mean we're talking about it feels she can talk but you know that's like very refined and feels like sharp and sweet and premature to me is like jazz you know where it's like very wild and chaotic and it's like rough around the edges but you know and it's young it's, it's premature you know yeah and uh, the music I mean the song at the end that she writes for him with his melody. Uh, I know it's so beautiful, and it's I want it. I want absolutely. It. Also, I just want to say out loud. Um, I tried to look for this on vinyl after I watched the film. I think we both said we might have, yeah. right? Yeah. And I if anyone, too. yeah, and if anyone out there knows where I can find it, knows where we can find it, because I have had no luck. Please. I don't know, message us? Just I've, yeah. tell someone. I, I, yeah, I've, I've been looking for this music ever since I saw the movie the first time and I have had no luck. So yeah, if anybody, anyone listening knows <laughs> where we can get it, please drop us a DM. Go yeah. into our comments. Let us know because we need it. And yeah, absolutely. These were some good movies. These were. These were great films that really highlight, you know, complex Black characters living real difficult lives at times. Yeah. And, and you know, in its hardships, there's all so much beauty. Um, yeah, I'm, I think these were great picks for, for this week. I'm really glad that we ended up watching these films. Yeah, um, thank you, Erica, for choosing these movies. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh. They were they were great. They were great. They were oh, thanks. Uh, very much needed in this time. Yeah, it, um, it was nice. It was a nice. If you break. haven't seen them, Clemency, Premature, available Streaming. online. <laughs> Go yeah. find them. Go support Black art. Go support Black film. Um. Speaking of things that are streaming, I think this is a great time to move into. Oh, what? Is, sorry, what is this? What is our favorite show called? It's, I don't know. I'm. Oh, it's hard. I, I could have swore we said it at the beginning of this. Um, I don't we know. Have, we might have. We might have talked about this in is a it? previous episode. <laughs> our, our our previous one episode. Uh, <laughs> it's this little this little film this little film this little show. Uh, that's on this website called website? Insecure. App? What is, is there, are you watching it through a website? Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, technically, it's a website. I, okay, I, I mean, I guess, it's, a, it's more like, before it was a website, it was a channel now. Like, HBO is like a channel. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, yes, Insecure. We love it. Uh, we love Lawrence. That's who we love. And guess what this last episode was? Lawrence. Emisa. Which, can we just... Okay. Um, I don't know if everybody knows, but me and Erica typically text each other during we watch. We don't watch <laughs> it at the same time, but we'll be 
usually texting with responses and like just reactions and usually that just ends up being like a lot of letters like omg like with seven g's or whatever and this episode that premiered last week what was it like june 1st or whatever that was it was, was sometime yeah all amounts of lawrence so much i i'm oh and the this most is, we've had this season i would say so yes Ugh. I but I, what do you, okay so yeah for anyone who is listening jared and i are on the outs about what we think should happen between isa and lawrence this yeah i feel like this is this is one of the few disagreements we have yeah and where i think I stand an Issa and Lawrence get back together moment. Absolutely. I don't think it should last forever. And I don't think that they're right for each other. But I think that they're in the right place after they've, you know, they've, they've grown. They've been grown. And it's time for them to reconvene and see what's up with each other. I mean, you know, <laughs> my opinion, which now has been destroyed since Issa and Lawrence have hooked up, um, I feel otherwise. I think these are two strong, beautiful, independent people who have grown and changed over the years, and they need to break away and find different people that they can be happy with. I think that is what they need. And doing this, doing this little back and forth, this like going back to old ways is not growth. This is regression. We are we are looking okay. in the face of regression. I would not call it that. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you grow by by like jumping in head first into this pool of the unknown of like, what if we do get back together and but it doesn't we work know. out? We but, know. They but know. We don't know. But we, we do. Know. But we do. <laughs> I. I don't know. I'm here for it, and I'm I'm okay with it not lasting. It is fine, but what do you think? Okay, I I want to know. Yeah. I have. I never texted you my question. Okay, I want to know. A. What do you think happens mm. about Lawrence? You think he hits up Condola at the end of this? Because what I do I don't condone the. But also, does she? Okay, I'm really confused about this last part. You know where Issa says, oh, we're neighbors now. You live like four blocks away from me or down the block or whatever. But mm -hmm. at the very end, we see this montage of her like walking a lot. Like she walks through like a little plaza. She walks, mm -hmm. you know, down some, I don't know, around like a beauty supply store. She walks up a giant hill. And is she lying there? Like, I'm, do you get that? Did you get that vibe? Like maybe she doesn't live down the block from him and she just didn't I say? I didn't get that. I'm not sure though. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't get any of that vibe. Okay, maybe I'm reading too much into it. That's fine. Maybe. But what do you think? Do you think he Lawrence is going to hit up Condola after this because he was kind of leaving no. her on red? No, like during their entire hookup. But then he like goes outside to text her, and then I mean the, the entire the entire problem with this is like it just feels so messy it is so Ugh. messy and i and i i worry for my boy lawrence you know i really do <laughs> i i am concerned because i love him i really do but if he plays both if he plays one of them you know 
that's then, ooh, then he's on your shit him. list. But if he if he ends up playing both of them, if he does like a little like I'm gonna go and like fuck both of you, I ah, uh, I just. <laughs> and I think I think what the show does really well is it goes in, it gives you like a a little people into these characters' lives, and it's so in infrequent or inconsistent that we're at a place now where we really don't know what um what Lawrence's motive is here so we don't even know really don't I don't know what he's doing but he's moving he's moving to San Francisco so but do we know that for sure I just you know I think Lawrence doesn't know what he wants which is fair which is okay you don't always need to know what you want but you need to be clear what's going on and he's not being clear he's not being clear consistent or considerate to these women and i am a little peeved off and i want to see better well okay benefit of the doubt devil's advocate here we don't actually know that we don't even know what he's going to say to condola we don't know for another three hours um yeah but yeah we don't know so i i think we can't be too hard on him yet but We'll see. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but, well, yeah. Well, it's just a matter of time. But, you know, along with this new episode, I don't know. What what else are you looking forward to this week? Oh, my God. Uh, we got... What are we going to watch this week for our listeners? If you want to be watching along for next week's episode, what I, should I you know. be looking out for? I don't know. Jared, you, 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 these are your picks. These are, this is my this week. Is not me. This is my week to pick films. And we're going to be watching the new Spike Lee joint, The Five Bloods, which will be out on Netflix June 12th, this coming weekend, as well as a personal favorite of mine, An Oversimplification of Her Beauty by Terrence Nance. Uh, that one is also available online to stream or rent. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend watching that one. And I'm looking forward to watching some more some more movies. Nice. I can't wait. Nice, nice. I am looking forward to. I don't know. I think I've been looking around a lot in my apartment, and it's just like so. Um, <laughs> like I feel like I've like let let it go in a way it's really messy mm-hmm. and unorganized and i'm kind of looking forward to like deep cleaning it like yeah. i know this is i maybe this is a side of me getting a little bit older but i'm looking at the the baseboards <laughs> the walls, oh. and i'm like these are so dusty um and i can't wait like i'm looking at them right now as we're recording and i cannot wait to grab just like a wet paper towel and or something clean and just it and just like oh my drag God. it along yeah um yeah that's the one thing i'm looking forward to is just cleaning my apartment yeah i definitely think i'm also need to clean more i i'm just getting back into the city and i'm like just starting to get get back into like a rhythm of you know being back home and i've kind of let myself get in a little bit of a disarray but this week this is the week june uh, we're going to start, you know, taking care of ourselves, self-care. Uh, I just got a new book, Vegetable Kingdom by Bryant Terry. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a great uh, vegan black cookbook that I'm going to start kind of digging through, finding some recipes to make this week. Wait, are you vegan? 
vegetarian. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. But, you know. But yeah, no. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. You can still have a vegan cookbook. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm going to make some stuff. I'm yeah, let me know. Uh, and I want to, yeah, if you make something and, you know, worth sharing, then send me a screenshot or something of the. I might, like, send the picture. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, send me a picture. I can't wait to watch these new films next or the next week. I mean, this this coming week. I don't know. For is Sunday the beginning of the week or the end of the week? I don't know. Anyways, I can't I wait. Call, to watch. I call Sundays the end of the week. I also think so too. I um, think like because it's the end of the week. It's your last day off, and like Monday, you know, like the start of the week is Monday. I don't know where this idea of like having a calendar like start the week on Sundays came from. That just like it doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. it called your, it's called the weekend. It's the end of the week, so it should be at the end. I don't get where why Sundays put at the front. I agree. I don't know. I no, want answers. Totally. <laughs> if you know, answers. listeners, answers now. Uh, shoot us a shoot us a message. <laughs> also, say though to our listeners, if you want to hear us talk about any movies or talk about any TV shows, if you got any recommendations. Send them over. Yeah, we would love to have some rec- recs, recommendations. Um, yeah. Definitely just, you know, you can either comment on our posts on Instagram. You can tweet us. You can call us directly. Just kidding. Um, don't, don't do call. that. Don't Please do don't that. Call. I don't know the answer. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely drop us a line with uh, your your recommendations that you think we would like or maybe not like um and we'd love to talk about them yeah um, if you have any questions for us too oh yeah questions too she has a question well maybe we'll, we'll answer, try to answer it <laughs> well once again we want to thank you for listening um we love your support um subscribe you know subscribe to our apple podcast subscribe to our spotify account um and apple podcast. and Oh, that's what I said. That that's the first thing I said. You said Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. All right, fine. Um, but yeah, subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we have been Cinema Club. Thanks. Bye.